So hello everyone, this is Emel. I'm so excited to be on the Dukan show. Uh, shout out to my husband for supporting me in this journey and my little two-year-old daughter, Nura. Yo, check it out. A new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be now cast. Third culture kids where the concept of the Dukan is the, the corner shop or the top uh, We are live outside. Hey yo, what's up people? What up nation? It's a revolution of expression. You can be with the Dukan show, stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping our identity. They created expression and their future. Please give a very warm welcome. to your tribe. This also has the, this is something that I'm like really obsessed about at the moment, which is um, how we treat our bodies and like in longevity. Yes. So he's like, you're closer to retirement. Bye. You better <laughs> wind down. And I'm like, no, retirement is an economic thing, guys. It's not a physical thing. Retirement right. is an economic uh, system that's put that. in place. It has nothing to do, like that's why your visa is attached to it. It's not because you stop <laughs> moving. It's because like, you know, it's because- I know Reem research retirement. <laughs> Bro, right. I'm so annoyed, right? I'm like, wait. Rightfully. Because when you're 60, they're not going to tell you, you know what? There are 60 year olds that I've met that can like, they'll tear you across the back. They're like marathon the, yeah, runners. They're they're marathon. Marathon. There's people in the iron. Like the other day I was watching a YouTube clip of these guys who decided to replicate the Batman workouts in the movie. There's a point where like, oh, you know, he's coming back and like he does, he goes yeah. through these trainings and like they're, they're athletes, right? They had another, a third guy that joined them who I think worked in the film somehow. He was 65. He was pulling weights I cannot do. Mashallah. I'm 31. Mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. Right? Yeah. And like, and that's the thing where, and I remember I, I've always said this to him. I'm like, training for me, and I think especially post-transplant, is if I can run up the stairs at 70 or I can keep up with kids at cool. 70, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm happy with yeah. that. Right? That's the objective. And that's doable. You know? right? yeah. it, it, is. Doable. it is. It is. It is completely doable. Well, how is it doable if your doctors are telling your 49-year-old mother-in-law to, to stop. stop moving? That's not okay. Yeah. Like, and I think these doctors are the problem, unfortunately. Like, they that are. kind of advice is very, is tough. Like, I'm grateful for, you know, the physiotherapist when I injured my shoulder. I went to him like, okay, and we figured out what the issue was and we started treating it. And he was like, listen, I could give you painkillers. We could do stuff, but I'd rather not because you got to listen to your body. He's like, if you're able to train, keep training. And if it feels like it hurts, give it a break, let it rest. And I'm like, that's, I felt like that was the best advice I got as opposed to a physiotherapist saying, yo, you should stop moving. Like you should stop moving. That's not okay. Like yeah. even research-based, uh, like uh, just going back to like a woman's body. I'm sorry. Like I keep bringing you back. No, please. I know Go ahead. Um, but no, in general, no, no, they should learn. Okay. But like even menopause, like yeah. when you think about menopause, the way to actually decrease bone density loss and even muscle degeneration is weightlifting Weights. and resistance training. So it's like if you're telling a woman to stop, you are literally worsening her symptoms when she will go through whatever stage in her life after menopause is. Like, why yeah. are you giving such advice when you know that's exactly Cortisone what is menopause. <laughs> literally. Yeah, that's, think of why, the that's why I got yeah. a weightlift, right? Like it's the same symptoms, unfortunately. And I can't stop it because that's what's keeping my kidney accepted. It's right. a necessary yeah. medication, right? But it is like, it's when I read that, okay, my research at the time, I'm like, okay, my medication is reducing my bone density, adding weight to all the wrong places that I don't need weight in, and it's muscle depleting. I have to find a solution to this. And the only answer constantly, time and time again, was weightlifting because it strengthens your muscles. When it does, it actually helps improve your bones. And 
when I got into that, alhamdulillah, like knock on wood, like I, I, every year I test for my bone. I have to test for my bone density. When I started weightlifting was the first time it went up by 8%. It's the first time, not only did it stop deteriorating, it's the first time it went up. I love that, man. By 8%. I like love that, that was groundbreaking for me that time. And like, <laughs> I remember Reem, Reem actually went with me to Abu that day to see my doctors. And like, that was big news. Like the fact that I was able to do that and my doctor was like, yo, that doesn't happen. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. Tell your other patients. Surprise. Bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm doing the work for yeah, you right now. Like, I got you. Yeah. And maybe that's what we have to do. We have to do the work. Yeah. Like we have to do the work and be the point of You got to be proof, proof of concept. Yeah, you yeah. have to be proof but of like, concept. But like going back to that, you want to know like the biggest thing that I've noticed, the reason why women are scared to put on muscle, forget about the bulkiness, is because you might look smaller, but on the weight, you're, you're, you're larger. You're heavier. Like right, heavier, scale, sorry. Yeah. I've done that. I've done that. And that's the worst thing ever. That's why I tell people, throw away the scale because you might be the fittest and like the best looking version of yourself. But weight wise. Yeah. So I had, I, I got a PT. Exactly. You gotta get these real quick, I, I got a PT <laughs> and uh, like off, uh, off of a referral, I think. Yes, off a referral. And he had me step on the scale every day. So he could monitor my success. A lot though, emotionally. That for me was so damaging I fought, we fought, we fought yeah. like head, like head to head. And I was like, look, I can't do this because it's making me feel. And he's like, what? You're gaining weight. Like, so what? Oh my God. <laughs> and that I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm not okay with that. I'm not there mentally. I'm not okay with that. And physically I felt happy. I generally feel happy with the way I look. But when you start putting those numbers down, I think that I've been conditioned, like many women, yes. to think that the heavier you are, the uglier you are. It's simple as that. Doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't the matter. scale says otherwise, right? And it doesn't matter what mm. I look like because I think I'm just one of those people that kind of looks the same. Like I don't change that dramatically. Um, but it doesn't matter. I would look and I'd be like, I hate, I hate this. What is this? Yeah. Because I'd seen that number and I equated it like… In a really dysmorphic way. Basically. Right, right. scale. <laughs> Wallahi, <laughs> Ali. I had to, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do flip, this. Flip, Gary. Mother mm -hmm. effing man. Scales need to be thrown out. Like that's, for me, even when it comes to like BMI, I'm very kind of like, go away, go away from <laughs> the BMI. From like tech from the inside. I swear, you know like, I, mean? like, I swear to God, it. like the worst thing in the world for me personally, I even have these discussions with my PTs. They're like, but you didn't take my weight and you didn't take… I'm like, I will take your measurements. It's fine with me. We'll do progress photos. But when it comes to the scale, that's not what I'm going to do. And even when it comes to BMI, because when you're an athlete, for me, no matter what time in my life, if I'm training, like the way that I train, I'm always overweight according to the BMI. So you can yeah. imagine, I'm a tiny girl. I'm 153 centimeters. But when it comes to the scale, I'm over it because I tend to put on a lot of muscle during training. So imagine you're telling a girl who's healthy and strong and wants like and gaining muscle in the right places, you're overweight, lose weight. What? Like, yeah. and I've got that from people who checked my BMI. And I was like, oh, you're like three kgs, two kgs overweight. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I imagine this is me coming from a place of I know I'm healthy and I'm very uh, proud of where I've been. Yeah. And someone who doesn't, know if they're healthy or not. And yeah. then they go there and they're like, oh my God, wow. I need to lose all this the weight. The only time a scale should matter is if you're a boxer. Well, I think <laughs> right not, not only a boxer. The only time a scale should matter is when you want to get vegetables, bro. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> all right, uh, but no, it's true. <laughs> now that I'm buying groceries, I'm like, oh my God. You're, you're, you're weighing all of them. <laughs> Everything. 
But when it comes to like, uh, yeah, sports, like I'm telling people, if yeah. you're not like a professional athlete where you have to be in a weight category, yeah. then it's going to like, okay, you need to think about your weight, basically. Like weightlifting as well. You're in a specific weight category and you're going to train right. or compete against the same weight category. So yeah. you want to stay in that range and that makes sense. But if for someone who isn't like, why is it so important? Like I had a girl who was 56 kgs. <laughs> for me, that's like really little. She's a tiny girl. She's like, no, I want to be 54. Right. Like, why? Right. What are these two kgs? It makes you feel like so she'd seen somewhere that for her height and for her weight, for her she age, this is where she needs to be. Right. Arbitrary. They're attached to apps. They're attached to like when you when you when you log into the apps, they ask you those questions, and it gives you this really arbitrary. You know, it gives um, you like the healthy you is fifty four, yeah. and uh, and then she and then she became yeah. obsessive. I did. That's I did the too. Worst thing. You like, did that. Yeah. And I'm. By the way, I'm actually quite. I'm quite aware. Imagine. I'm quite aware. And, but yeah. I'm like, if it does it to me, then it, imagine to women who just don't have access to the information, you know? Oh. So like, for me, I know, Crazy. I know. And I, I had conversations with like all the guys I know about it, which is like, I cannot do this. I cannot do this because I'm not prepared to handle the onslaught of programming. I'm not ready yeah. to. I'm just going to not do that and be happy with other markers of success. Yeah. Other markers, uh, like success. a marker, the markers are, are everywhere. Like I tell a girl, if you can squat with no knee pain, that's like a big marker, huge. Like hello, <laughs> huge. you know, yeah. if you can lift something, um, and and you. Shout core, out Megan Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? I'm just kidding. But it's it's definitely interesting. Like, how do we make someone celebrate things other than weight loss? Right. Yeah. Knees, what, yeah. what about like I'm, I want to ask Akawi and Umar, what about you guys like what do you feel like men struggle with in terms of like fitness and maybe there are like some concepts you want to kind of alter oh loads like I think as I was talking about earlier the trainer that I worked with and he gave me this dream uh, regimen I got it because I'm a nerd in that way and I like to geek about things but I think what that experience taught me is it gave me all the information. I was information overloaded, which I'm cool with and I'm down for that. But also I had to learn that unless I am a professional athlete and I'm about to compete, that's not for me. But also in that same way, if I'm not getting the results I wanted, now I know what I need to look for. That's not giving me those results, right? Because I complain that, okay, I'm not gaining as much muscle mass as I'd like to, right? But then the problem is, you forget I'm not normal. The amount of pills I have to take every single day to regulate my body, to force my body to accept the, a foreign kidney, right, is always going to be a factor. That is not what normal people go through, right? So post-transplant, any organ transplant fitness is a whole other universe that an average person does not go through, does not understand, and will struggle to empathize with unless you're, go you're going through that, right? Telling somebody you know, who has been through transplant. And by the way, um, if you go through a kidney transplant, um, and I just know that one because that was my experience, kidneys are taken from the donor's back, right? Which is a little easier, but for recipients such as myself, it goes in my lower abdomen, right? The impact that has on your yeah. basic mobility. Your, like literally. It's done, right? Yeah. Like these tissues now that are getting stitched, that's not going to be normal, right? So having to understand that and comprehend that and then how does that impact your training and fitness 
it's not what an average person is ever going to go through. So you need to accept that you're always going to be different. So now I know that I will never look a certain way, which is the what men's health magazine should would tell you you're supposed to acquire in, in three months, right? That'll never be an option for me. Once I've accepted that, I'm good. Now I know that I got myself to a point where I can squat a lot heavier than my own body weight, right? But having to understand that progression over time is something that regular people are not going to go through, right? So that that's a big that's a very important piece of information that I realize post transplant people don't have, which is why like when I go to I constantly remind my doctor like, "Hey, by the way, we should do a fitness program for post transplant specifically. Let's do something." I'm like, it could is be, there? I haven't found one. There I have no not one. found one. That is not a thing. That's your niche, Emma. It is, right? <laughs> and I've been t- I've been chasing them for. I'm like, yo, let's build a program because I remember we do the Can Get Fit every year in Ramadan, right? And it's a fitness program. We have a WhatsApp group of like, what, 60, 70 people. Yeah. We invite them to like basic workouts, 20 minutes a day, just to get your body moving. Yeah, and, thar, kind of. yeah, and like, you Love know, that. my dad joins, my younger brother joins, like, you know, we get different friends and family members in it. And doing that, I remember um, my hosp- uh, my doctor, it's funny because my doctor follows me on Instagram. He saw that we're constantly training. He connected me with um, their PR team, on like, which is... Uh, with the hospital and they did a story of like, oh, post-transplant and training, right? You created that story. Alhamdulillah, that. which I'm very grateful for. And to be honest, like credit goes to Akawi and Reem because like the, the can get fit start, they started it. Akawi started Akawi it. Akawi started, started it. Started <laughs> because started like it started with like Akawi, being Akawi chasing me and forcing <laughs> me to like, yo, we're going to go running together. I'm like, but I love that. I was like, Tawai, I'm not going to go running with Tawai. you. And like, no, like, he would drag me to go running with him and that's how it started. And then he got Nike to sponsor us at, you know, when we first started this. So like, that's what began this, the can gets fit in the entire journey. Right. And when they saw that, they're like, oh, cool. You act I'm like, you know, they've seen the weight loss. They've seen the journey. They've seen me online posting and talking about it. And it's like, okay, great. We should do something for the community. I'm like, okay, let's, I was like, listen, from my experience, this is what worked with me. I'm more than happy to invite my friends or trainers to actually do a simple, easy routine that not only the post-transplant people could do, but I'm like, you guys can do it as well. The transplant coordinators, because there's a team that actually helps you stay alive. They're like, no, no, it's just <laughs> you know? for you guys. And yeah, I don't want to get like, involved. Yeah, whereas this is, you guys have the kidneys. Right? And I kept chasing them. Unfortunately, you know, eventually that went cold. But like every time I see them, I'm like, yo, man, can we put this together? Like I have a presentation I would like to present to Saha and I would like to present to Ministry of Health to actually develop this program. You know, and I'm still chasing that. And it's something eventually I'm going to make happen. Like I'm that committed to Allah. it. If, uh, you know, if any Minister of Health representatives are listening, you got to connect. Holla at you, boy. Because really, I, we need to make this happen. But you know what's interesting? Sorry, Akawi, you want to like say something? No, no. I just wanted to say that you know, to what we were saying earlier. Yeah, like what do you feel? Yeah, I, I want to hear the man's point of view. Because like I'm like women, but I really don't know what you go through, right? No, no. Like for example, for us, it's like there's so much… Because the fitness industry also turned into such a business… There's so many different opinions. There's so many. You're in the gym. There's even your friends. There's so many guys doing so different things from bulking up to doing calisthenics to doing uh, mobility. So you're there and you're like, What do I do? What do I do? And then Where you do talk I talk about like, nutrition. Yeah. There's this guy that's doing paleo. There's this guy that's doing <laughs> keto, the keto and like all the different diets. Who, you're just lost and you don't know if you're doing it correctly. I don't know if it's the, of course it's the same with women as well because I see it. And for me, yeah, that's how it, when it first started, I didn't know. I used to do every month, I used to do something different. 
just yeah. to move, but it wasn't to be like intentional in your training. No, I didn't know if it was any one month. I'm like, okay, it's bulking up. We're going to do supersets every <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Then I'm like, oh, no, maybe it should be only like repetition, small weights or like, you know. Heavy weights, low repetition. So yeah. for, for me, like that's how, like now now I have a, a very good PT, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, you know, the Tarek circle, is amazing. Let me just holler amazing. at, like I have to give credit for Tarek because Tarek like a good friend of mine. He knows his stuff and I'm like invested in your story now, Akawi. <laughs> <laughs> invested. Okay. Yeah. Wait, can you tell me what makes him great? Like I what makes like question. I I want to know love that. It's based off research and science and he puts it to work. Okay. You know what I mean? So you tell him what you want or you tell him what you think. You tell him I don't know and he assesses you and he doesn't assess you with a BMI. He doesn't assess you anything. He just works with you. Okay. And then from everything that he's known, everything that he's educated himself and he always consistently keeps on educating himself. He works on you. Okay. And you see it in different ways. Like today, you, you see in different accomplishments. So if you saw my stories today. I did. Yo, I was very proud of you. So for, please tell everyone what your accomplishments. I was so proud when I saw that, by the way. Please tell the public what you did today. I jumped 100 centimeters. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That crack is azir. You box jumps. doesn't know measurements. That's okay. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I box jumps 100 centimeters. Yeah. That's yeah. So amazing. It's, it's two small things like that where you look at it you're like, bro, like, the rule I'm going to Like, what do you mean? Like, but You don't want to do it, you know but he pushes I mean? you. Surprises you, right? Yeah. So it's that. And it was a journey for me. One, it was a journey for me to tell myself, you know what? It's time for a PT. Yeah. Because one, you think of course. You think and also you know, as a basketball player, you know, like being able to jump that. Yeah. Like, that's major. So no, yeah, and back for to your sport, hundred percent, and it's it's difficult one. I, and maybe do you agree? Like and how long have we been training, or whether Inshallah. it's basketball or like from universities and gym, it's very mm-hmm. hard to go like you know now I'm on PT one. I want to invest the money too. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna st- I'm gonna stop looking at YouTube tutorials, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, but there's no there's no process to follow. There's right? no process uh-huh. to follow. You end up just like watching videos and then standing on the scale or doing your BMI. And it and that's what for me was that journey, and I'm and I, I know a lot of people that went through that, that they that it's still a bit confusing. What do they? What should they do for their body? You even if they read stuff, they don't know what to read. Whether if it's doing a, a BMI or going and doing the blood tests that tell you which uh, nutrients are good for you and intolerances and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and again that's it goes back for it being a business. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. And there's and I swear to God, there's only a handful of people in the industry here in the UAE at least, that can give it to you like straight up. You know what I mean? Well, if you were fine with, if you feel good about yourself, this whole business falls apart. Yeah. It's it's based on the consumerist mentality (laughs) that you are inherently in need of help and it will keep you in the dark. But when you it's find someone… It depends on insecurity. Yeah, like and it's a business of insecurity. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And when you find someone like Akawi did… And like you have two OT… Yeah. That has a science-based approach. Science doesn't shake… Isn't shaken by your insecurities. So, it's just… Facts you, is fact. Yeah. You know, that's right? it. Yeah. And it just goes back to… In, when you invest in your body. Yeah. So… Even if PT is expensive, find a way to make it work or find a way to speak to your PT and maybe only do it at least once a month or maybe them right. But invest in your body. You know what I mean? Like I remember three, four years ago when uh, you remember LeBron James like declared or his his people declared that he spends a million dollars on his body. It was like, nutrition, this guy's insane. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, but look what he gets back. Right. Yeah, look that, what he that, gets that's back. the biggest example yeah. we can exactly. give you. But like I started investing in where, for example, PT or… 
nutrition, for example, where I understood the calorie counting of things right. and I understood what's needed and like how to weigh. Can we and just? Was laughing because she's gonna talk about <laughs> what's the first the scale the, that you got. Scale I bought. I bought the vegetable. The, <laughs> the he, every meal was like he was at the fish market. Why? <laughs> <laughs> put podcast called the Khan. No. Of course, I'm gonna get a fish market I sent scale. Digital scales. I carry on brand. I brought yeah, I like brand. That. You know I what like I mean? And it's shunted. accurate. It's accurate. What the it's scale? But scale. to be honest, what's his interesting argument, is that uh, yeah. he told me this is the same scale they use to weigh babies. That's <laughs> what he said. That's what he said. Let's talk about that, bro. Let's talk about. I was like the long one. Yeah, yeah. They still do. They put the baby in, and it's like my baby's on a scale. I was like, this is not an argument for your cause. And I sent him two digital scales. One for the office. I pulled you from your past into the 21st century. Oh my God. But what's wonderful is that like, and and I think the real lesson is invest in your body with longevity. Like under the the objective is to give your body as give it the opportunity to survive and be strong for as long as possible. Like not be strong, be healthy because yeah. I swear, there no, was... I mean strong for me. I'm, I'm using strong as in a loose term. I'm not like as a bodybuilder yeah, 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 strong, yeah. but rather just, you know, strong in your movement, strong in yes. your movement. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like things as simple as in your sixties and seventies, being able to pray, you know, on an biggest, Islam, biggest ah. example, right? Like, Instead, you don't want to be the person who has can't to get use, back up. can't get back up or has yeah. to use a chair when you go to the mosque, right? Be, or you're trying not and, to be. Or, not, or trying you're not trying to be. Not to you be. know, trying to, yeah. trying to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and for example, my mom, clearly, I know for her, she doesn't like to exercise. But to her, her exercise, she's like, look, I'm standing on my feet all day when I go to the kitchen. We live in a house where she's got to take the stairs. So she makes it a point yeah. to use the stairs as many times as possible, you know, throughout her day. Or like Arabic you know? moms will go like, Rabbaitkun. That was my exercise. <laughs> that was well, now that I have a child, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you know, being real. Like for my dad, which I, I love that he does that. He goes for Fajr, which is like your, your morning sunrise prayers. And after that, he, and when he goes, obviously he leaves his phone at home. He doesn't take anything with him. He has his prayer beads. And after his prayers at the mosque, he'll walk the entire, um, our compound, which is about like a four kilometer circle. If you go for the whole walk. And he just does that every Man, morning. Walking is such an underrated activity. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. My mom I, is like on, on trend. She's like zoom, but all moms, all moms. Jane I swear Fonda, to <laughs> oh my God. Have you seen this? And she does the kangaroo thing. Which Whatever is on trend, mom will do. That's so she's a vibe. But that's like, what's interesting, right? Like, I think that the, not problem, the issue now is that we're trying to make up not moving the whole day with one hour. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Yeah. You need to be moving all throughout the day. And we're not doing that. Like, I can't really just say it's the person's responsibility. It's the way that the system is, like, you're on a desk job from nine to five. And, and in a lot of cases, if you're not on your desk for one second, you're going to, like, you're be, not seen as yeah, a, a contributing a competent employee. kind of yeah. employee, uh, employee. So I'm like, we need to have more policies that help people move more in general yeah. uh, and not think like even, oh, just take an hour break. It's like, no, you need to move all throughout the day. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not that's not something that we have. And unfortunately, people think that they can just fix that with one hour. Which, no, you can't. I mean, also, that's why I love phone calls. Like, I'm a pacer when I'm on nice. the phone. <laughs> a man or yeah. one of those guys. If he's not on the phone, he'll send you a six-minute voice note while yeah. walking. I Which love also, that. I will do as no, I, I walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, do, you, do you listen to it fully? I can always, uh, no, like, skip through, skip through. I call Reem Lamrochas. I'm like, Reem, send me the points. I was like, this one was not important. No, but Seriously, like feeling healthy is like me, like after my journey and everything, when you start feeling healthy, it's a whole other, yeah. 
Like, especially with recovery and sleep. Oh you my know? God, and sleep. I start, and I got this whoop thing and it tells you I like how much you train and how much you… And then when I start actually taking it and like sleeping, those extra hours training is different. Gratitude. You know what I mean? My day, my day is, is yeah. different. Can you explain the whoop thing to me? Because I understand the basis, but I think a lot of people would be… Yeah. And to our whoop. listeners, <laughs> yeah. this episode sponsors. is not sponsored by whoop. But if you guys want to, yeah. you know, sponsor us, please do. Drop us an email If you know to someone that works in whoop, you know. Hello yeah. at dukanmedia.com. We're Hello. happy to work with you. Dukanmedia.com. <laughs> like is, what is uh, so it? So it calculates your sleep, your recovery. I know a lot of apps do that, but it also calculates your strain, which not any, well, it's the only app that does that. And it tells you how much strain you're putting on your body. And against that, they calculate the recovery and the amount you sleep that you, that you need to get. That's well, that's what, a to, that's a, that's a top line. But it's yeah. like also based on like heart variability. So okay. I think Ooh, that's super interesting. Okay. That too. I just it. don't, I don't we, sleep so, that much. So I feel like I would always be in a deficit. Worst. But by the way, the first week or two, I felt like shit because it was telling me 9% recovery you need. <laughs> that makes you feel any better? Hours of sleep. I see literally them. have 14 disturbances at night. Like but my yeah, dog. Yeah, you have a dog. It's always under 50%. Like the only day I recover very, like it's not even the, the hours, it's the quality. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what's missing in my life because I'm a mom. Yeah. So you'd realize like I slept a good eight hours and I just woke up like 14 times. And you so only I lost 26 minutes of deep sleep. Yeah, exactly. It tells you your REM sleep, your deep sleep. So it's worth it's worth investing in if you really want to understand the granular of it all, I guess. it's You know, it's interesting. So I always tell people like there isn't anything that's 100% accurate and you have to keep that in mind. But I feel it's a good incentive to want to make your life better. But okay. also use the insights because you can get it and just put it and go like, okay, I'm a shit sleeper. But then if yeah. you look like, okay, maybe I need to fix my sleep. my day a bit around to at least, okay, not because it also gives you, you either, if you want to be at your peak, your performance, or just get by. Okay. And it tells mm. you how much hours you need per um, segment. Okay. Um, so at least use those stuff. And it goes to everything, whether if it's a whoop, whether if it's a nutrition plan, whether if it's a, yeah. a fitness plan. People, a lot of people invest and then they just go like, you know what, I'm too busy or I can't or. So it's right. it's also about committing, and mm-hmm. trust me, the second that, yeah, any when you when you're healthy, it's it's a whole different ball, yeah. especially about recovery. A lot of people don't talk about recovery, and like oh, I yes. learned about recovery after I got injured, my lower back. Yeah, right. You know I, I remember mean? that. And even like learning like the desk job or like driving, like I didn't like before. I never got a screen. I was like. We need to have like a whole conversation, please. While I want to make this is why we're giving injuries. you a show. I mean, yeah, I'm putting you on blast. Yeah, yeah. So, we are giving you a show. Well, everyone, <laughs> Leap of Hope. Yeah. That's I the name swear. of the show too, by the way. That's got, yeah. Um, Leap of Hope. The right. media drop. <laughs> but um, yay. But no, I'm but, really excited. But honestly, like, I think to talk about these to, things. I mean, these things are are necessary points. Like, you know, I, I remember when Akawi busted his back. Yo, like what he had to go through as a recovery, okay. and it's like, I, granted, I don't have a whoop, but like. I'm a sleeper. Like I would sleep. I will. I will sleep. How is and that life? I'm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how is that life? It is wonderful. Yeah, I, 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 I bet. I but, bet. Like Akawi. I, what I love about Akawi is like he's a early morning person. Six a.m. Six a.m. on, on the, the dot. dot. Akawi's up and has a. It will take a video of his balcony and his coffee. That's, that's five a.m. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Where are you in this And, and right? I'm. I'm. Rima's the same, but Akawi she, and I without are the, the video, same. they're the same in that way. We're they're, the they're, same, but I I know that Akawi wakes up and he's uh, alert and awake and yeah. he wants to tackle. I wake up in a groggier state. Like yeah. I'm not as. I'm, but I cannot go back to sleep. I, so okay. we're we're yeah. done. No, now. because I for would, me, I know that the second the clock is eight thirty or nine, that time is not for me anymore. You know, it's yeah. the phone, it's the laptop, it's it's everything. Like. It's work and yeah. life. And so the funny thing is, my I'm, I'm maybe I'm not as early. I don't wake up as early as they do, but I know, like for example, I don't. I, I'm not generally a person that stays up late. Like it's not a thing. But like Friday, 
bro, sleep in. I need that recovery for myself. Yeah. Like I know that Friday I need that little bit or even a Saturday, you know, I'll take that time to rest. But like, um, you know, throughout the week, what wakes me up is a sense of responsibility. <laughs> like if you don't have that, yeah. I would wake up. Like I don't have to depend on an alarm. That that panic will get me up. This How morning, healthy. Like, <laughs> you're afraid. <laughs> wake up afraid. <laughs> yeah, like this morning, I… I wanted to go running yesterday and it didn't happen because the day was like messy. But today I was like, okay, I went to bed with the intention like I have to wake up to run in the morning and I set an alarm for 6 a.m. And my alarm went off, snoozed. And I started… That snooze button, bro. We need yo, to get rid of it, man. To, to make no, my… No, no, keep it. And this no. is, this I'm is with my panic. <laughs> yo, this is my, my <laughs> sense of panic. I started dreaming that I was running. Have you ever visualized your to-do list on a dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. I do that all the time. Oh my God. I started dreaming that I was running, right? And then after 10 minutes, the alarm was going to go off again. And it went off and it brought me to reality that I'm not running. (laughs) I'm actually still in bed. And that like was complete panic mode. That's what got me up. And I actually went from my to-do list dream that you get when you have a busy week. That's the worst. And I'm like, bro, like I'm going to wake up and deal with you. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I need to have double panic in my life? Let me be on a beach, bro. (laughs) Let me be on a beach, okay? I swear. It's so bad. Like now that I'm a mom… I don't have enough time. Like, you know, I'm in the middle of a dream. I get like woken up. I was like, oh my God, I don't even have time to dream like a normal human being anymore. Freaking out. But I enjoy morning. Like last week, I don't know why there were three days in a row I was waking up at 4.30. And after I do everything that I have to do, whether it's the coffee or the sit down or like whatever, I'm like, it's still six. Well, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, you have so much time. I don't have it in me to put a 4.30 a.m. alarm. No, no. I don't have it in me. It's either you get up or you don't. I can't. No, no. I, I still don't have like… Changing it to 4.30, Lala, I'm like, no, bro, that's, that's too, too early. Yeah. That's too early. You know I, what can't, I, mean? I can't. But that snooze button, I hate. You know why? Because if, imagine there was no snooze button. You know that if you press that button, your alarm is not going to ring again and you're going to miss out Everything. on meeting, work. So snooze button gives you, yell at the guy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I have mine on nine minutes, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Automated. Everyone, Apple, Apple everyone I know has like their timing. Oh, it's a nine yeah. minute thing. Their alarms is like, forget about the nine minute. It's like, not 6.30, 6.29. But or that's like the thing. You know who talks a lot like about Why that? are we like one minute? Marcus Smith talks a lot about Interesting. that. Interesting. You should listen to it. He, talk, he has a whole thing around it. I'm not going to go through it now. But yeah, where like you're always waking up because everyone's waking up at 6.30 and maybe yeah. I'm saying it wrong. Sorry, mm-hmm. Marcus, you know. But when you wake up that minute, a minute before, before everyone else, it gives you that extra pump. I'm about how he said it, but when he said it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? You feel like, yeah, you, you got an yeah. earlier start to your like, day. I'm, I'm you like the complete opposite. Meetings, by the way, <laughs> She's like, like I don't know? care what you're doing. No, I'm like the devil's advocate here because like as a mom, I don't believe in like, oh, you have to wake up earlier than everyone else to be it's successful. Aslan, you wake up early because of her. Mr. Yeah, exactly. No, so you- it's like putting that pressure on moms that you need to be like a successful person needs wake to wake up. before up. your it's competition. Just, yeah, I was like, bro, <laughs> let my competition do their thing. You know, Sleeping. I hate I hate this messaging. Like for yeah. me, it triggers me so yeah, much just because so like I, it doesn't apply. It's what you do while you're awake. The first yeah. person in your inbox back in my like when I was uh, you know I was I, I was like I'm gonna wake up and, st- and st- I started working like if I wake up at five thirty by six I'm working like now no like I have a routine and like by yeah. eight I'm probably the laptops or something before I start because I want to be the first email in your inbox when you're like what do I have to say? Oh, oh. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't you're everyone's worst nightmare. It's oh. like yeah, Allah, I can't wait. Send him it. I don't know. I'd be happy to receive an email from you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> By the way, I'm awake. All that's what's interesting. You message me two, three, four. I'm awake somehow. Like when my daughter just moves, I was like, yeah, hi, I can't wait. How's everything? <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you two are each other's worst nightmare, which I, I love. I swear. <laughs> Can I be your co-host on your show? Let's make it happen. Let's, Let's go. make it happen. Let's make it happen. Done. We're ready. We'll, we'll, we'll launch it tomorrow. So listen to me love talk about how miserable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. no. <laughs> it's just there's a I lot. I think we're on to something. No. I do. So, I'm excited. Yeah. So to wrap uh, a few things, uh, Akawi and Amar are going to have their own podcast called Leap of Hope. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Leap of Akawi. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Leap of Hope. Stop it. You're going to make me cry. Right. Let's uh, end it with the other cry. thing that we got to we gotta keep in mind is um, focus on health and aging gracefully. Yeah. Uh, don't look at the scale. Get rid of your scales. Um, eat well. Exercise. Give your body grace and move your body throughout the day. Don't and depend don't on that one hour of workout. And general training is not women's training. No, it's not. It needs to be specific. <laughs> it needs to be specific. Yeah. Sleep and recovery. And don't be afraid about talking about changes that are happening throughout your body. And let's talk about periods. And reach- Fellas, support your ladies. Support the ladies in your lives. Thank you, Tack. And if you have uh, someone to talk to you about, you have Amal. Leap of Hope. Yes. More than happy. Please I am follow Amal across all social media at Leap of Hope because honestly, she is by far one of my favorite people yeah. talking about and these things. And you'll find her somewhere in Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I'm like <laughs> the spokesperson of Clubhouse. Yeah. Done, but and give us a bit of time. She's going to have her own show too. Inshallah. So. Yep. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.